is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Well, here we are with episode two for BU in Business, and I am really, really, really looking forward to this. I genuinely enjoy talking about and teaching how to be, how to be yourself, how to show up, how to translate well on social media, all social media platforms. It's this interesting thing when we look at social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever it is. There are sort of two camps. I feel like there are people in business. And again, it doesn't matter what kind of business it is. I know some people think, yeah, it does matter. I don't think it does. Whatever the business is, I think there's a camp of people who believe that social media should not, you shouldn't mix your drinks. And that on social media, however you are, has nothing to do with your business. And then I think there's another camp of people, and this is the camp I'm in, who believe and who will say that they are certain that they are interconnected and that how you be on social media will and definitely affect business. Now, why am I in that camp? I'm in that camp because social media, unless you're completely pretending and you're a poser and you have a fake account, is a reflection of your life. Yes, it's the highlight reel. Yes, not all of it is real. Yes, people are going to see what you want them to see. But remember, humans are smart. It's still an energy exchange. At some point, you will get found out if you're not being yourself. And whatever you're sharing, however you're sharing it, it is going to affect your business transactions because even if it's subconscious, anyone who comes across you in business, if they are connected to you on social media, that will come into play even if they're not aware of it when they're interacting with you in business. Now, if they are not connected to you on social media, which I find that shocking, like if you have any sort of business, why would you not be on social media connecting with people who could be potential clients? But let's just say you have a a large company and you don't have a large following on social media and they're not going to come across you. Okay, great. But they probably will once you do business with them. You sign a contract with them. You, you know, have lunch. Hey, tell me about your kids. Tell me about your family. And they'll probably find you on LinkedIn or they'll find you on Facebook or whatever. So none of us should be afraid of what we're putting on social media. We just have to be aware, just like with everything else. You know, when I make a decision to eat a horrible, unhealthy meal, I do it as an informed adult. I realize what the consequences are and I walk forward anyway, or maybe I choose not to. And that's the way it is on social media. As long as you and I understand how the game works, we get to make whatever decision we want. So if we are trying to bake a cake and we change the ingredients to what we would call a successful recipe, we're not going to get the same cake. It might taste a little off. It's okay as long as we know that. So it's like this sort of agreement that we have with social media. So this is called how to sell on social media without selling out. But we're going to talk about a lot more than that. It's not just going to be about how to be yourself and how to not sell out. That's like a teeny piece of it. But it's going to be, how can you sell anything, including yourself, you know, your life, who you are, your reputation on social media without selling out while still being you? We'll talk about how to use social media without ever using people, how to build relationships without ever using those relationships in sort of an icky way to move yourself forward. 
I'll briefly explain the difference between Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn as far as the energy, if you're not someone who is really active. And then I'm also going to talk about what does it look like to show up that way? It's one thing to say, be yourself, but what does it look like in the actual day-to-day interactions? Like what kind of things could you be doing or maybe should you consider doing or not doing to move business ahead. So I was just having dinner with my friend, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. And Amanda is a very successful commercial lender. And she just signed up for BU in business. And I was so flattered, you know, like, really, you signed up for this? And I told her that the episode that I was about to record for August was about social media. And I'm excited to have Amanda and others listening to this episode, because I think there are a lot of professionals who think that LinkedIn is for professionals and the rest is just all social, or they want it to be that way. First of all, you get it to be that way if you want. Like you absolutely get to put sort of a fence around or a bubble around your Facebook account and say, look, I just want to share my cat pictures and my vacation pictures and my kid pictures. And I want to be left alone on there. You get to do that. I wouldn't recommend that for business success. And I'll tell you why, but you get to do that. All right, so let's first talk about, you know, what does it mean to sell on social media without selling out? Well, first of all, it it goes back to being yourself. You might say, I'm not going to sell on social media. Well, it's not literal. You can sell a shitload, millions of dollars of anything on social media without ever selling it on social media. It's because of the relationships that you are building. It's because of the value you're adding to people's lives. It's people being attracted to you and your message and your energy, which by the way, maybe a year, two, three, four, five years later, 10 years later, maybe the next day, translate into some sort of business transaction. So selling doesn't mean you're posting about, you know, every house that's for sale. And I see realtors that do that and I just cringe. The people who are most successful, they don't do that and they don't need to do that. They don't need to do that. And what does it mean selling out? Selling out is being different than you want to be. Abandoning yourself and your true north just for a sale, just for popularity, just for likes, you know, and followers. And a lot of people do that. And I understand that it might take you so far But at the end of the day, it's just going to feel gross and you will not like the way that feels. So when we talk about using the social media platforms without using people, let's talk about being yourself, being active and consistent and kissing babies. Okay, I'm going to first talk about kissing babies. I love this part. So for me, my track record here is that I had a business, an online health and wellness virtual franchise that was called. I was not an employee of a billion dollar company, but I was an independent contractor with a billion dollar company. And I had my own online store for their products. And I was horrible at social media for a long, long time. And then the more I grew as a person and the more I learned about myself and the more I was comfortable being myself, I stopped selling and pushing and forcing and trying to to fake friendships with people to get them to look at what I was selling. And I went out there and just kissed a lot of babies. Now, in that process, did I tell some people that their baby was cute when they had an ugly baby? Probably. Did I tell some people that they had an ugly baby when they didn't want to hear that? Probably. Of course, not literally. But part of being myself was choosing to be authentic. Now, being authentic does not mean oversharing and crossing boundaries, which I did do a long time ago. But being authentic enough, being willing to be honest with yourself enough that you're being, you're willing to be honest with other people. Understanding, obviously, there's a little bit of etiquette here. You don't want to literally say to somebody, Hey, I think your business idea is awful and it's going to bomb, <laughs> right? But what if it's what I did many times? Messaging someone privately and saying, Hey, I know you don't know me very well. Are you open to some feedback? I have an idea for you that I think might be helpful. Sure. Okay. So I saw that you sent me an invitation to be a part of a Facebook group. And it was clearly a canned invitation. Like I could see that it's something that you're copying and pasting and texting and that's okay. But I care about you enough to tell you that that shit doesn't work. If you had made me a voice message and told me what's in it for me and told me why you thought of me, 
and that you actually cared my opinion, I'd probably be in your Facebook group. But otherwise, because not, I'm out. Denied. Not interested. Like that is someone telling someone their baby's ugly. But guess what? There were people that were offended. There were people that got pissed off. There were people that gave me shitty feedback. But then there were a lot of people that was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Or me out there genuinely offering help to people, knowing I would probably never get anything in return. And I'll be careful here because you can't just say, well, I'm just going to go out there and sprinkle goodness like it's glitter, but I'm actually doing it because I know how karma works. Guess what? Karma's smarter than that. Because trust me, I did that. You can't pretend to be generous and act like it really is for the greater good when you're hoping it comes back to you in business. You have to really, truly do it with a total detachment. Like 100%, I'm pretty sure this may never come back to me and I'm okay with it. I just want to help this person. That's what creates good karma. It's not easy to completely emotionally attach, but it is possible. So kissing babies is also going out there and it's almost like dating, both speed dating and slowly luring someone into your realm. Wait, I thought you told me not to manipulate. No, no manipulation. No manipulation. If they are not meant to be in your realm and see what you're doing and and be attracted to you, they won't be. But it is worth the effort if you feel this is someone you want to connect with. So here's an example. I, in that business I had before, in the last five years of my business, I got over 90% of my business through Facebook, not LinkedIn, not Instagram, only Facebook, not running a single Facebook ad, and rarely ever posting about my business. And I mean, rarely. And if I did, it wasn't even really directly. It was maybe once every six weeks or so. And it was not direct. So... I know that what I'm about to share to you was share with you works. I look back at how did, what did I do? I didn't take a course. No one taught me this. I just learned through the process of becoming myself and being more comfortable with myself and as myself. And it translated into social media. Now, full disclaimer, I was an idiot on social media for a while. I was pushy. I was salesy. I was preachy, but that's who I was back then. I was argumentative. I was just all those things because right? How you do one thing is how you do everything. You lead as you are and you post as you are. So that's who I was at the time. But then when I figured that out and I did personal growth and really looked at myself in the mirror, that really difficult, long, painful look in the mirror, it translated into social media. So I had a lot of success doing this. So ready? All right. So back to kissing babies. I used to tell my team all the time, you need to be out there kissing babies on a regular basis and make sure that it's genuine. Only go out there and kiss the babies of the people that you want to connect with. That's not manipulation. That's just smart marketing. I'm not going to take the time to comment on Mary Sue's post unless I'm personal friends with her. I want to build a friendship with her socially. I'm moved by what she posted. I just want to be kind or I want to have a business transaction or relationship with her. Otherwise, you don't spend your time. So if I want to be connected to her socially, I just want to help her out and be a nice human. If I want her to see my posts more and I want to build some sort of social media relationship over a long period of time, or I want to like make a beeline to get in front of her so that we can eventually have a business transaction, if it's meant to be, I'm going to kiss her baby. So the way you kiss babies is commenting on people's posts. And now the comment needs to be at least four words long. Otherwise, it doesn't really count according to the Facebook algorithm. So you want to do at least four words or more in the comment and be honest, be kind, like be genuine. So if I want to kiss Jody's baby because I'm hoping for X, Y, or Z one day while being emotionally detached from it, then it might look like she posted a picture on her vacation and I make a genuine comment. It'd be so easy to just heart it and move on. But a heart is like giving someone a quick fist bump as you're walking through a party. They're like, okay. Like you didn't even look at them. So it really means nothing to just do a heart. That's lazy. That's like just trying to build relationships through luck or osmosis or something. So you want to comment on her vacation. 
with a genuine comment that you really like feel. It doesn't take long to, to really feel it as you type it. And you want to do this with at least 10 people a day, at minimum. I mean, it'd be great if you could do more than that. But 10 different people a day, who should the people be? Well, I recommend targeting them. I recommend thinking of 10 people every day that you would like to have in your life for whatever reason. Again, social reasons, business, whatever. Because remember, social relationships many times will turn into business relationships. Maybe not with you and them, but maybe with their cousin or their uncle or whoever. Who do people do business with? People that they like, know, and trust. How are you going to build like, know, and trust? How are you going to build rapport? Many times it's off social media because you were active with them on social media. And many times it's some sort of a referral because you just like click with each other and you trust each other. Why do you trust each other? Because you had dinner one time and you laughed at their jokes and they laughed at yours and they vibed. So when you're commenting on these people's posts, it's important to also mark them as a close friend. Yes, we're just talking about Facebook right now. You're going to mark them as a close friend so they see your posts and you see their posts. And then you're going to regularly comment. And this is where you need to play the long game. You can't be sneaky and tricky. That is gross and they will pick up on it even if it's just energetically. Because I can't tell you how many people I've seen start some sort of a business and so suddenly they're liking and commenting on all of my stuff. And then it stops and I notice they stop doing their business. I mean, oh, really? Hmm, interesting. You really didn't care about me. Judy, you only cared about getting my business, meaning getting money from me. Gross. But if Judy keeps commenting and liking and interacting with me for a year, even when she's not trying to sell me a house or get my husband to say yes to her for some transaction, then that feels good, doesn't it? So then I automatically trust Judy so that when she does start a new business, jewelry business or whatever she starts doing, I'm probably going to be listening to her. Because I, I feel that I can trust her. So when you are out there kissing those babies with these 10 new people a day, remember that the comment needs to be genuine and it needs to be something that you're willing to do consistently over a long period of time, even if you don't get any sort of result. You've got to be willing to do that or just don't do it at all. It will not feel good to them and you will be outed. You'll be outed. Now, of course, sometimes things are cyclical, right? Like you may find yourself commenting more on certain posts of certain people and you're like, you know what? I forgot about Jennifer. What the hell is she? Oh my God, she went back to school and she's becoming a chiropractor. That's cool. And then maybe you're back in conversations with her. So it'll kind of go back and forth. But you want to keep a list of the people you're quote unquote targeting. I know some people don't like that word, but come on. You're not going to force products down their throat. You're not going to try to sell them on your podcast or whatever you're doing. You're just being smart with your marketing and you're keeping them in your line of sight. Facebook is a huge place. I always tell people it's like a, a public restroom. When you go in there, anyone can write anything they want on the wall and you might want to be careful and watch your back while you're in there. You know, like you can get lost in there. A lot of things can happen in there. But you can also bump into the most amazing opportunity, stand there washing your hands and complimenting someone on their hair. And oh my gosh, a month later, they buy a house from you. So when you're on Facebook, expect that these baby kissing moments may go on for a long, long time and you still may never see a result. That is what distinguishes the difference between successful people and people who want, wish for, and pray for success. Are you willing to do the work when no one's looking, when you get no results, and when you don't freaking feel like it, even if it's just commenting on people's Facebook posts? Now, you have every right to say, dude, I don't feel like it today. Then don't do it. I love taking social media breaks. I love stopping. I used to, for years, I would turn the app off my phone from Friday at noon until Tuesday morning. You know, you get to have those boundaries up. Just understand that the more consistent you are, the more results you're going to get. So kissing the babies is also looking like courting. Like I said, it's like either speed dating or playing the long game or speed dating plus the long game. And that might look like I'm sort of interested in this person. Okay, so I'm newly divorced and there's this guy like I heard about that lives an hour from my house. And a lot of people have talked about, yeah, you might want to date that guy, but I'm not quite ready. So I'm going to watch him from the distance. I'm going to ask about him. I'm going to observe him. And then I'm going to decide when it's time to pounce. But when it is time, I'm not pouncing. 
I'm going to just slowly step forward and I might just make a comment. I might ask him a question. I might see if a friend of his wants to go to coffee, whatever it is. I'm just making it up as I go. But the whole kissing baby things can't just be like (laughs) grabbing a baby's head and doesn't look like that. It can't. It will never work. It's very subtle and strategic at the same time. Not manipulative. There's a difference. It is strategic, not manipulative. It's really smart kissing of babies. So you're out there with these people You've on Facebook. You've marked them as your close friend and you want to see their posts. You want them to see yours and you're commenting regularly. But every day, you're commenting on 10 new people a day, 10 new people a day. You're also making new social media friends. How do you do that without seeming weird? Well, just don't make it weird. Like the more you avoid and the more you try to not make something weird, the weirder it gets and the bigger it gets, just like with anything, right? So just come out and say it. You know, you go to dinner and you meet this person for one minute and you just click with them and you're like, oh, that's exactly the kind of person I would love. I would love, love, love to partner with. I've got a new person to hire at my company and something about her. Say it. Hey, Jenny, what's your... Facebook account. I want to friend you on Facebook. That's all you say. Just be direct. You don't have to hem haw around and get weird about it and feel uncomfortable. You're not asking her to marry you. You're just asking what her Facebook is or her LinkedIn or whatever it is. Guess what? She's going to go, oh yeah, great. Sounds good. Or, hey, Jenny, um, let's connect on Facebook. And you pull your phone out right there and you go, okay, So um, do you want to look me up or I'll look you up first? Awesome. Great. I just sent you a friend request. Great. And then as soon as she walks away, you immediately send her a message and say, hey, so great meeting you at dinner. Just sent you a friend request. And then you mark her down in in your list in the notes section of your phone as someone you want to build a relationship with, knowing again what? You're not attached to the outcome. You're not trying to get something from her. You're just following your gut that it's someone you want to have somewhere in your sphere. Maybe the reason you feel drawn is because you're supposed to help her sister with something. Who knows? But follow the prompting. When you meet someone on or offline and you have this gut reaction, which is good or bad, follow it. All right. So we're going to kiss a lot of babies. We're going to kiss them regularly, even the ugly ones. (laughs) And we're going to be willing to be honest and authentic and direct, understanding that it's best to use our voice or make a selfie video. Number two, another part of using Facebook and other social media platforms without using people. Let's go back to this. I talked about being active and consistent. Let's visit that again. Let's be a little more active when we're talking about being active and consistent. Okay, that was a horrible joke. So being active and being consistent. Consistency is key for anything and everything, right? I think we all would agree on that. But somehow we forget that it translates to social media. If you do this over the long haul, but you do it consistently, you will get results because you're going to keep making new connections. You're going to keep building trust and rapport with them because you're what? Because you're commenting, you're interacting, you're liking, and that relationship will start building. Maybe it's their birthday instead of going, happy birthday. No, 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 no. No, they're in your top 10. You go into Facebook Messenger and make a little selfie video. I'm the worst singer, but guess what? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. And you sing happy birthday. And they're like, oh my God, that was like the nicest thing I've ever seen. Because it was. And you were super raw and vulnerable and uncomfortable. All right, active and consistent. Active means you yourself are sharing your life. You yourself are adding value. Is what I'm about to say adding value to my Facebook community, but especially the people I want to interact with, having my life socially off social media or do some sort of business transaction with. It doesn't mean, do they all agree with me? It doesn't mean, are they going to be offended? It means, is what I'm sharing here something that adds value? How can it add value if they disagree? Because it's showing who you really are and it's showing people and giving them permission to be themselves. Now, should you go on negative rants like I've done in the past? No, I can feel in my heart and in my energy 
when I'm going a little negative. Sometimes I just want to be my effing self and I don't care. I'm talking about whatever. Something that happened recently, you know, in the world or I feel strongly about something. I do that understanding the consequence, which is I might turn people off. But if you don't do it a lot, you can still be yourself and still add value and people will like it even if they disagree. So be active and consistent, but active means adding value. How do you add value? Being yourself. I mean, seriously, if you were just like forwarding videos and you're resharing other people's content, wah, 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 unfollow. I have no interest in following you. What do you have to say, Judy? I don't really have much to say. That's okay. Then show me what you're making for dinner. Show me that you spilled coffee on yourself in the drive through line at your favorite coffee house. Like, show me that you have a pile of laundry that you haven't gotten to so I know that I'm not the only one who does that. When you're active and you're adding value, people will want to see what you have to say even if they don't get it or even if they don't laugh or even if they don't agree because they appreciate that you're what? You're showing up. The world is run by people who what? Show up. They're going to appreciate that you're just showing up. And if people don't, we don't care about their opinion. They're not all people. The people who say, good on you, even if I don't get it, even if I think you're weird, even if I don't understand, even if I disagree, those are the people you want to do business with. Those are the people you want to do life with. You can't please everybody, right? You've heard that. I'm not a clown and I'm not vanilla ice cream. Like I I can't, I'm not here for that. But I do know that the people I'm meant to interact with will find me and I will find them by living authentically. So as I'm being active and consistent on social media, I'm going to add value. I'm going to shake it up a little bit. I'm going to add a post about health and wellness, even if I eat Doritos and Twinkies and drink soda. That will be my post. Do you know how funny that would be? You know how much people will love that? Well, I can't do that. I'm a banker. Yeah, you can. Because people will love that about you because they're sick and tired of the phonies. People on social media are sick of the influencers and the people who are perfect and the people who are, they don't want that. They want real. They want to do business with people who get them and who are, are giving themselves permission to be themselves so that they also can do that in return. So when you're being active on social media, part of adding value is not worrying about what they think, not trying to be like other people or be cookie cutter or follow some sort of course that tells you do this on Wednesday, do this on Thursday. Just post regularly every day. Maybe you take one day off on the weekend, sometimes two or three times a day, no more than three times, but at least once every day consistently. And if you don't know what to post, just pause, do what we do on Be You. Close your eyes, center yourself and ask yourself, what should I share? Maybe it's a tip someone gave you. Maybe it's a book you're reading. Maybe it's a podcast you listen to. Hey, how about posting about Be You? Maybe it's a conversation you had with a random stranger. You know, today, as I was walking out of the restaurant with my friend Amanda, I saw this young woman walking with her significant other date, whoever he was. And I thought her hair was so cute and I I could have not said anything. But I told her, hey, your hair is really looks great. She's like, oh my God, thank you. Right there could be a Facebook post. It could be a Facebook post if you're the person who received the compliment or it could be a Facebook post if you're someone who gave the compliment. It could be a Facebook post if you're someone who wanted to give the compliment. Why did you or did you not? It could be a Facebook post if you were the person who watched someone give the compliment. You see? So these these posts don't need to be complicated. Just post about real stuff. Also, make sure that there's variety. Don't keep posting about spilling your coffee on your shirt or I'm so messy and so not perfect that I'm now self-deprecating. I'm going to be so vulnerable and so authentic 
that I'm oversharing and I'm sharing my low vibe and no one wants to be attracted to me. You know, you, you got to be careful with that. So also be inspiring. It can be inspiring to spill coffee on your shirt and all that. But I mean, do one post a week that's like, this is a tip. I can't give a tip. I'm not successful. I'm not. Who cares? Leaders are people who even have one person following them. No one needs to grant you the title of leader. Just choose to be one. Be like Joan of Arc. Move forward and just don't look back to see who's following you. I guarantee you somebody's watching you. Someone pointed out to me recently, a new business partner of mine in a new online business I just launched shared with me that there was this movie called Romy. I think it's called Romy and Michelle. She asked me if I'd watched it. I said, oh, is that that movie with Lisa Kudrow? And she said, yeah, 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 that's the movie. And she was sharing with me that at the class reunion, you know, there were people who were so worried about what the other group thought of them, not knowing that there were other people watching them, looking up to them, wondering what they thought of them, and so on and so forth down the line. So it's like this on social media. There is somebody out there who is inspired by you. There's someone out there who thinks that what you're posting is great or you inspire them. Don't worry about what it looks like with who's liking and commenting on your post because many people will love it and scroll by and they'll make a mental note. Be consistent and be active no matter what. Okay, so while you're adding value, consider how important it also is to do that in the story part of your Facebook account or your IG account. I'll talk a minute about the difference between the different platforms, but whether it's Facebook or or Instagram, be active in that story. You're going to get a lot more people who see what you're up to in there and video is what you need to do. I don't want to do that. Okay, don't. But I'm giving you the recipe for the cake that you say you want. Take it or leave it. So going in there and doing some sort of a quick selfie video, it could be anything. Again, it could be a video on, you guys look at this. What the hell? Third day in a row, just spilled the coffee on my shirt. But guess what? Boom, I'm going to work like this anyway. Because whatever. Right? That'd be hilarious. That would be great. Or it's just a quick video of your little five-year-old playing in the sand. And you say, when's the last time you played? Or it could be your five-year-old playing in the sand and you just saying, you know what? I think I'm going to put my phone down now. And really plug into life. I mean, think of all the things you could post about. Just do it consistently. And I promise you that over time, you're going to build trust and rapport with people. And you will have no idea that it's happening until you're out somewhere and someone says, oh my God, can I just tell you? I like watching you on Facebook. And it's simply because you're showing up regularly and you are adding value and you're being yourself. So now when we talk about being ourselves. What does that mean? Well, I mentioned it a little bit and we talk about it so much and you're all BU listeners. So you know what I'm talking about. Let's just remind ourselves that being ourselves on social media means trying our very best to be our best self, not our perfect self, not the self that everybody else wants to see, but our highest self. And I learned this the hard way. That means not getting into arguments with people about politics or other hot topics. While if you feel inspired and empowered and it's important to share your opinion do so understanding what might happen no fear but just getting that you'll probably be polarizing but guess what it's really great to be polarizing it's really smart to be polarizing you cannot appeal to everybody nor should you want to so your people will show up when you show up when you show up for and as yourself your people will show up and be attracted to you. And the ones that don't weren't meant for you anyway. So be you, be yourself. Don't worry about having, you know, the right look or the right makeup or the right filter. I mean, do that stuff if you want to, but no one freaking cares. They would rather have you just be yourself. If you are hesitating going on Facebook because of how you look, I'm going to tell you right now, stop listening to this podcast and just do not consider ever having any business whatsoever. If you're afraid to go on Facebook because of the way you look, because you don't have enough makeup on, or you don't have this, or you don't have that, I'm telling you, friend, you need to do a lot of internal healing and self-love and understand that your business will probably not go very far until you do that. 
Now, is there anything wrong with wanting to look great on social media? No. But if you can't go on social media without looking great, that's a problem. It's a big, 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 big problem. And a lot of people do this. If you don't, you think this is crazy. Trust me. I have heard so many people say to me, I'm afraid. I don't look a certain way. I'm not thin enough. I don't, I look too old. I don't have any makeup on. And it's really unfortunate. So break that mold and just get out there and be yourself and say, F it. I don't care. And guess what? Your message will be more powerful than anything they are seeing when they look at you. It will translate heart to heart. Another way for you to be yourself on social media is being willing to share things about your life that you probably get a little squeamish about sharing, not oversharing, not being self-deprecating, but being willing to share in an actual post, like writing something about this picture is from my divorce 10 years ago. What nobody knew was that I was suffering and struggling. I'm so grateful for where I am in my life. And I want you to know that I see you if that's you. Something short and sweet, but really raw. Not just being you as in today, but being the whole you. And admitting that you've screamed at your kids. Embracing all of you and putting that on social media. Again, in balance with the other posts where you're adding value. Those are the people who went on social media. When I got all of that business that came to me through social media and it's happening again in this new business, it's not because everybody likes me. A lot of people don't like me. I can be very polarizing. I can be very abrasive to some people. My energy is way too much or too harsh for a lot of people. But one thing they can count on is that I'm honest and I am consistent and I'm always trying to add value. Part of being you also is not talking about you too much. Sometimes I accidentally do this. To this day, sometimes I'm like, ooh, I just did three posts where I was talking about myself. I need to, yeah, I need to tweak that. Make sure that you are not just talking about yourself, but you're focusing on the people who are watching you and reading your posts. Picture your your ideal client. What does she want to see or hear? What is her day like? What is she listening to? What, What podcast does she like? Where does she usually like to spend her time? What is her thought on health and wellness, spirituality, personal development? Write it all down and then just speak to her, but do not distort yourself for her. Speak and write and post to her as your audience, but do not edit yourself to mold into and fit into what you think she wants to hear. That's important. All right. So that was part one, using the platform and not people. Part two, the hell's the difference between Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn? Well, there are a lot of experts out there who could sell you 558 courses explaining it, and they probably know a lot more than I do. But I use all three, and I can tell you what I know to be true, for sure. I don't have a big following on Instagram, but I own it. You know why I don't have a big following on Instagram? Because I am not active and consistent. And I'm not out there kissing a lot of babies. I am myself, but that's it. I'm not active and consistent and I'm not kissing babies. I would have a lot more interaction and business transactions and relationships through IG if I did those things. And you're like, what? Hello, hypocrite. No, not a hypocrite. I know that that's what works and I'm choosing to have that boundary. I've chosen to limit myself on Instagram because of my bandwidth. Like what feels good to me is doing my podcast, posting on Instagram here and there, being really active in the Instagram story, by the way, every day, and doing more posts on Facebook for now in the season that I am in right now. So, but what's the difference? I would say that that Instagram, you know, people don't get super caught up in a lot of political stuff. Now, there are a lot of political accounts and there are a lot of accounts that talk about hot topics. But for the most part, the it's interesting, the etiquette on Instagram, it's like there's this unspoken code that we just want to be positive and have fun on Instagram. On Facebook, it's kind of like anything goes. But Facebook is something where 
You can have a Facebook account where you're sharing more of your personal life and you're connecting with friends and you're showing the picture of your kid. On Instagram, if you want to grow a business, I would recommend having a business account. You could have a business account and a personal account, but have a business account where you actually change it to a business account and you're not posting all the houses that you're selling, (laughs) right? But it's still a business account. You're putting on there inspiring quotes advice, tips related to whatever field that you are in and you're being consistent and you're being active. You're adding value every single day, but it's a business account. And if you want to, every now and then you can put something personal in there. You need to make sure that you're teaching and you're adding value without preaching and not talking about yourself too much. But the business account will have a totally different vibe than your personal account. Now, for Instagram, as far as your personal account, I would still be really smart about it. Don't just say, oh, no one's going to see this. I'm just going to post pictures of my cat. No, like be strategic about it. In your bio, make sure you're referring people to your business account. In your bio on Instagram and on Facebook, by the way, go right now while you're listening to this, if you're not driving or when you're finished listening to this, I want you to look at Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And I want you to write down or read out loud and then write down What is in your profile or your bio? Okay, so for mine for Facebook, it says, wife, mom, Mimi, host of BU Top 100 Podcast. And then I have a link tree link. That's all I have. On Instagram, you want to make sure you're talking about how you help people. I just helped a friend the other day. She's a teacher who wants to retire from teaching early who just launched an online business. And I I looked at her LinkedIn profile. I'm like, I wouldn't do that. She called her LinkedIn profile, like the cover photo was her name. And I said, I don't know what you do when I look at this account. I want to see it clearly. And I said, what if you called it teacher rescue? And she loved it because she's attempting to rescue teachers from the profession by offering them a business opportunity online so that they can get the acknowledgement that they seek, desire, and deserve. They can get the money that they seek, desire, and deserve. And at some point, if they want to, they may never want to, They can leave teaching if they would choose to do that, or they'll just get what they want so much in this other business that they'll stay teaching, but not feel sucked dry and broke. But I didn't see that in her bio. So make sure in the bio, you tell people, I help people X, Y, Z. I do X, Y, Z. Make it very clear. So when they look at your bio, they know exactly how you can help them. Not, I love cats. I've got five kids, but no. How are you going to help me? What are you going to do for me? What's in it for me? And you might say, well, hold on, that's not what you said on Facebook. My Facebook account is my personal account. It's not a business account. And so I want to be very well-rounded. I want to have my personal stuff and then I throw in some business stuff and some adding value with life advice and things like that. And literally I'm looking right now at a post where I wrote, how, why, WTF, love them. And it was a post of my countertop covered in protein powder because my teenagers have a problem and they can't get the protein powder into a cup without getting it everywhere, right? So I want to have a little bit of everything, which I recommend that goes back to being yourself and adding value, et cetera. So on my Instagram account, I say very clearly what I do and how I add value. And if you look at my BU podcast account, same thing. It's very clear what this podcast is about. It's not, oh, I just have a great podcast. You should listen. It's exactly a description of what it is. Okay, so back to... The difference between Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Make sure that you are giving them what they want, not just the people, the platform, right? And this is where you'll have to do a little bit of research. So what is it that Instagram right now is selling? They want you to do reels. They want you to do videos. They're competing with TikTok. So you want to do reels. Look on my account and see if I do reels. I don't, but guess what? I'm willing to not get the cake. One of the best ingredients in this recipe is for me to do reels, to get the cake. I know I'm not going to get the cake, but at least I know that and I own it and I accept the consequence. Do you see? This whole wishy-washy, I don't know why I don't have followers. I don't know why I have that. There's a reason. And the reason I don't have a big following on Instagram is because I'm not doing reels and I'm okay with it. 
when I feel that I have the bandwidth and I decide to do that and I want to, I'll figure out how to do them and I'll start putting them on there in my own way with my own style because I'm going to be me and not everyone else. However, I'm okay with the fact that I don't have them on there. But you need to know, do you even know that that's what Instagram wants? If you want to be seen, you've got to be on there doing reels. Anything video is better than nothing, but reels is extremely important. Okay, LinkedIn. So there are great courses out there teaching you how to be on LinkedIn. But listen, if you apply what we just taught you in part one, it all works. It works the same on every platform. You know, you're going to kiss all the babies. You're going to be active. You're going to be consistent. You're going to be yourself, blah, blah. All of that applies to LinkedIn. Here's my biggest piece of advice for LinkedIn. Don't feel like you're all buttoned up with your blazer on and your briefcase. It's a professional platform designed for business and for professionals. However, there are a lot of people who take that a little too far. I was afraid to be on LinkedIn and I had a multi-million dollar online business. But I wasn't someone who only had an online business. You know, I was walking around in flip-flops and I had never been to a meeting before. You know, I wasn't someone who could say I've talked to an executive. I just didn't feel like I belonged. And so I stayed away from LinkedIn. And then when I got on there, I was like, this is boring as shit. Like, I, I want to be myself. I don't want to try to be like everybody else. I found a lot of people just promoting themselves and then pretending to support other people just because they, so they could have business relationships with them. I was constantly getting pitched things in the DMs on LinkedIn. I've got this, I've got that. Why don't you sign up for this or that? Or pretending that they wanted to connect just because they wanted to sell something or sending me these spammy messages, which happens a lot. And I realized, you know what? I don't have to play that game. So I started looking around on LinkedIn and I started following people who didn't play the game either. And I was like, oh yeah, there are my people. So I unfollowed anyone who did not give off the vibe that I liked. And I found people who were doing LinkedIn the way I would want to do it. They were being professional, but they were being a little edgy and they were being themselves and just being normal and not trying to be all buttoned up. So just know that if you feel like it's a little too buttoned up for you, trust me, you don't have to be that way. You will find uh, the cool kids if you look. (laughs) Okay. All right. Number three or part three of sell on social media without selling out. All right. You have to be willing to promote yourself, promote your business, whatever you own, whatever you're selling, whatever it is, so much that even you're sick of yourself talking about, wait, I thought you told me not to talk about myself too much. When you're making your posts, you don't want to talk about yourself too much and you don't want to promote your business nonstop in your posts. But are you promoting it at all? Are you just slapping up a house that's for sale? Right? Or are you just posting some product up there? That's not promoting yourself. That's being lazy. Promoting yourself is being willing to say, I have something I am so proud of. Whether you agree or not, I agree. I believe I have something amazing. I believe that there are people out there who will agree that I have something amazing. And I don't know who those people are. And I don't know where they are. And I don't know how I'm going to find them, but I'm going to find them. And if I'm not out here at the front of the room, and the front of the line with a megaphone telling the whole world that I have something wonderful that I want to share with everybody, who else is going to? Who's going to do it? Nobody can promote you better than you can. There are so many people out there, so many coaches I've interacted with, so many like health coaches or nutritionists, so many doctors, realtors, bankers, and they think they're going to get all their business through networking events. You've got to be willing to promote yourself on social media. Now, one way of promoting yourself is what we said above earlier. Be yourself, be active, be consistent, kiss babies, you know, add tons of value. That promotes you without promoting your business. It gets you in front of people, you commenting on other people's posts, et cetera, and you just being consistent, 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 and active and adding value. That's a way to promote yourself without looking like you're promoting yourself. But what about, I mean, flat out promoting yourself? I mean, like it's essentially like wrapping your car. (laughs) That's gross. But, you know, it's almost like you're wrapped in your product without really mentioning the product. How does that look? The way it looks is on a regular basis, and I mean a couple times a week, 
It could be every day, depending on what your business is, okay? Maybe it's once a week. Maybe every Friday. How about this? Maybe every Friday, you are on social media sharing a little bit about what you do. So my sister-in-law is a brilliant business owner. And I always tell her she has the Midas touch. Whatever business she launches, it becomes hugely successful. And one thing she's really good at is self-promotion. She's probably one of the best self-promoters I've ever met. But one way she does it is she has a series called Just My Opinion. It's freaking awesome. Wait, hold on a second. She's a realtor. Yeah, you don't see her posting a picture of her house very often that she's selling. What she's going to do is add value by saying just my opinion. And she'll, you click on it and she's giving from her desk, from her vantage point in life, her opinion on home repairs, on remodeling, on color choices, on selling your house, keeping your house, adding on to your house, renting your house, whatever. But it becomes the series that people want to look at and want to learn more about. But she's promoting her business because it's through her business title. It says right there, such and such business. Okay. Another way for you to promote your business is to come right out and say, this is my business. This is what I do for people. This is the problem that I solve. This is what I love about it. And this is why I'm passionate about it. Like that sounds so like, really? Like, really? People, Yes. Because hardly anyone's doing it. They're trying to be sneaky. Everyone's trying to look like they're not trying to sell anything. Meanwhile, I'm going to come right in and sell some shit. Because people want you to be direct. They don't want you constantly every day. Here's my product. Here's my product. Here's my business. No. But you better believe that once a week, I am on there sharing my podcast and saying, I don't care if two people like it. I don't care if no one sees it. I know people are looking at it. And I'm putting it on there because I believe in it so much. I know I'm adding value. And I also know that there's no one's, it's not anyone else's job to promote my business like it is mine. And so I won't apologize for that. And guess what? Also, I won't apologize for it because I add so much value outside of that. So look at it this way. If you're out there adding value, you're consistent, you're active, you're kissing babies, you're commenting, you're sharing, you're doing all those things, you've got license to promote the shit out of your business. Because you have built so much trust and rapport with people because you're adding so much value that has nothing to do with your business. So they don't mind. They give the green light. You let, they're like, come on in and sell your stuff. They have no problem with it. Now, if you're a ghost on there and you're posting your stupid cat pictures and then all of a sudden you come in, you're like, let me tell you about this weight loss program. Yeah, gross. Unfollow, scroll on or block. It's not going to work. You know, think about interacting on social media similar to interacting at a cocktail party, not a networking event, a cocktail party. Imagine if you walked into a cocktail party, you're in there for five seconds and you stand up on the coffee table. Hey, everybody, my name is Jill and I've got this amazing podcast and you all need to listen to it. Gross. Who's the freak on the coffee table and who invited her? But what if you spent your time interacting, asking a lot of questions, learning about other people's lives, complimenting them on their shoes, listening more than you're talking, offering to get someone a drink, right? Telling jokes, laughing at jokes while totally being yourself. Don't you think that more people are going to listen when after an hour or so, you're talking and you say, you know what? I didn't even tell you what I do. Do you ever listen to podcasts? I know not everybody does, but do you? Actually, I do. Well, I just launched a podcast. I would love your opinion on it. Would you be open to checking it out and telling me what you think? You Listen to how that sounds. It's going to land so well because it's not forced, because I'm detached, obviously, from the outcome of whether or not they will say yes, but I've spent time loving on other people. Not sitting back dodging, by the way, going, ooh, 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 when can I bring myself up? When can I bring myself up? Believe me, I spent years doing that. I'm asking questions, asking questions, listening, learning, listening, learning. They don't ask me a damn thing about myself. It's so annoying. Most people don't, by the way. They want to talk about themselves, right? And I used to do that. Now, mm -mm, I have no attachment. I may never bring myself up the entire party. 
I just listen and build relationships and I'm curious, ask a lot of questions. And then by the end of that, you know, I'm sure the next time I see them or when I go, hey, you know what, Joe, before I leave, I want to friend you on Facebook. Are you on LinkedIn too? Great. Awesome. I just sent you a message. That's how you want to be on social media. Picture the cocktail party. That's how you want to be on there. Now, promoting yourself. The other thing I want to say about that is that people really respect it. They realize that you really do believe in what you do because you're willing to say it out loud. You're willing to go to bat for yourself and for whatever you do for a living. And people are attracted to that. People are attracted to confidence and belief. And if you're hiding it and pretending that you just care about your kids' soccer pictures, meanwhile, hoping everybody will buy from you, it's going to take forever and they're going to notice that. So be okay with saying it. What if you did a post that said, hey, I've been on Facebook, like since January of 2021, I realized that, you know, I'm no expert at this, but I have not made a post where I just introduce myself and tell you about what I do. So I hope you don't mind entertaining me for a minute. My name is Jill. I live in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I've got this many kids. I hate blue cheese. I don't like iced tea, which I know sounds crazy, but I cannot drink iced tea. I eat too much sugar, even though I say I'm a health nut. And I have a podcast. And on the podcast, I help women excavate the woman who's deep down within them, who's been covered up by layers and layers and layers of expectations and the roles and the rules that the world has put on her. Don't you think that would go well if I did something like that? What if you did that? Whether you have a house cleaning business or you are a party planner or you're an attorney, it doesn't matter. What if you just did a little introduction post and said, I'm going to introduce myself to you and I want to tell you about not just my children, but my business as well. People will remember that. The other thing I want to tell you about social media is make sure that every time someone gives their time and comments to you, comment right back. Interact right back with them. Thank you, Judy, so much for saying that. I really appreciate it. I hope you like the podcast. Thanks, Joe. Thanks so much. I really appreciate that. You know, write a full sentence or two and comment back, even if it takes you an hour, to every single person who commented. One, it helps the Facebook algorithm work for you instead of against you. And two, those people will realize you actually give a shit and they're more likely to interact. And three, Facebook says, ooh, so she's kind of interesting and people are commenting. I think more people should see her post tomorrow. And the people you're interacting with are going to be more likely to see what you post tomorrow as well. All right. So when you're promoting yourself, don't be afraid to repeat yourself. Again, you should sound like a bit of a broken record. People are busy. I hate that word. I know we talk on the podcast about not saying we're busy. We have a full life. We're not busy, right? Break up with busy. I get all that. But people have a lot going on, a lot in, just in their brains. So many thoughts are going on and firing at one time. They've got social media, they've got lives, kids, and then we've got all these things happening in the world that can be emotionally charging and overwhelming. So you're going to have to repeat yourself. Have you ever had somebody ask you for business and then you can't remember what the hell they do when you see them at the pizza joint? You have no idea what they do. Like, oh, what? I know you do. I- I can't remember. Is she a doctor? Is she a vet? Is she a, what does she do? Does she, is she a jeweler? I can't quite remember. They don't remember because their brain is on overload. So you and I have to be willing to repeat ourselves over and over and over and over and over. And we will feel like we are being annoying. But remember, you and I have big, big egos. Not everybody's watching everything we do. And guess what? There are a lot of other people on social media trying to get their attention. They're not always watching you. So when you repeat yourself over and over, remember to you as your own audience and your own audience member, it's like, oh my God, again and again and again. But to the person watching, they didn't notice that you said it Tuesday and Wednesday. They just happened to see you on Thursday and they heard 150 other people. So they already forgot. So repeat yourself. 
One, be willing to cycle through content. It's okay. Cycle, recycle content. Totally fine. But also repeat yourself when it comes to promoting yourself. When you are promoting yourself, people will feel your energy. So make sure before you promote yourself, you ask yourself, do I doubt myself and why? Do I believe in myself and why? Do I believe in what I'm doing? Why? Would I buy this? Would I sign up with me? Would I pay me $5,000 for that course? Would I buy a house with me? Would I bet on me? If those questions are yes, then you are ready to promote, promote, promote. If they are no, it's okay. You can promote, but you got to work on yourself and, and get that belief up. Because remember, how we are is how we will be on social media and in business. Our business is a reflection of who we are, how we see the world, how we see ourselves, and what we think other people think of us. Be willing to promote other people too. Yes, promote other people, not in a manipulative way, not expecting something in return. I started to say, I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. Bullshit. I will scratch your back every day even if you don't scratch mine. And it's okay if you never do. Because somebody will. It doesn't have to be you. That is smart business and marketing and sales. So when you're promoting other people, make it fun. I I don't know about you, but I love promoting other people. It is so fun for me. I love, 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 love telling people about other people's businesses. You know, there's a guy that came and washed our windows and I loved him. And I sent a picture on my phone of his business card to people in my town who I know will give him business. And I said, look, he's a great guy, great quality work, and the kind of guy you want to give business to. So help him out. I love telling people about my hairstylist or even the dentist I go to. If that's not natural to you, start getting comfortable with it. If you're not comfortable promoting other people, how in the world are you ever going to promote yourself? If you're not comfortable promoting other people, I guarantee you that you are afraid of selling. If you're not comfortable with and you don't regularly promote other people, I hate to say this to you, but you're probably focused way too much on yourself. It doesn't matter how many strategy sessions you have or how many masterminds you have about your business. If you're not out there giving and giving and giving and giving and giving with expecting nothing in return, which looks a lot like promoting other people and their businesses, you are never going to truly be successful in business. I mean, on paper you might be, but not at the end of the day. I mean, you're not really going to attract what you could attract. It feels so good to give. We're not talking about giving from a place of wounding, like I'm not worthy, so I have to give, give, give to be significant. Yeah, that used to be me. But I mean genuinely enjoying it. Like genuinely enjoying referring people. I love telling people about my friends' nonprofits and what events they're having. And it doesn't take much time. The selfish reason to do it is that it it raises your vibration and it just feels good in your heart knowing that you're helping other people. It feels good. And when that energy feels good, it will translate and spill over into your business 100%. So it was mentioned earlier, but just as another reminder, when you are teaching and adding value, make sure you're not preaching really important. So when you're, let's say, I keep saying realtor, I don't know why that keeps coming into my head, but if you're um, a realtor, you want everybody to believe that you are the person for them without saying that you're better than everybody else. Like there's a realtor I can think of right now where I live and he listens to the podcast and I'm loyal to my sister-in-law because she's my sister-in-law right? And I would never buy a house from anybody else, period. But I got to tell you, if I did not have a sister-in-law in real estate, I know who I'd be going to. And it's because he shows up on Facebook this way. He adds value. He's consistent. He's active. He kisses a lot of babies in a genuine way. He's totally himself. He promotes other people. And he promotes himself in a way that is confident without coming across as arrogant or judgy of other people. There's no, I'm better than you. It's just, I'm pretty damn good. So when you're promoting yourself and you are teaching things, make sure it doesn't turn into preaching. So I'm going to teach you a lesson about whatever, but I'm not going to say, when people tell you to do this, it's, it's stupid advice. Listen to me. Instead, I'm going to say something like, 
All right. So in my tutoring business, I find that a lot of people struggle with X, Y, or Z. And some people will tell them to do X, Y, or Z. I'm going to share with you why I tell people to do A, B, and C. You see how different that sounds? Remember again that when you are being authentic and vulnerable, that is not oversharing and that's not self-deprecation. And that is not, I'm going to do that so that I'm likable and so that I get business. Not going to work. It's pretty gross. It's actually very popular right now. A lot of people are turning to vulnerability, authenticity, and it's like, it's too much, right? They're doing it to manipulate it into a transaction, some sort of business transaction. And it, it just isn't a good look. And the last thing I will share is, even though I just spent an hour talking to you about social media and, and how crucial it really is to be active on social media, and by the way, embracing it, and just realizing that it's it's here to stay. It's okay to have boundaries around it. It's okay for you. In fact, I think it'd be great for your business for you to be really real and say, you know what? I love social media. It's the only reason I know so many of you. And it's the way I have found so many people to help through my business. And at the same time, I find myself getting into a scroll hole And I find myself getting sort of lost or sometimes comparing myself to other people. So I'm just going to take a little hiatus for the week and just kind of experience what it's like. And then I'll see you back next week. I'm not assuming the world is going to end because I'm not on social media, by the way. But I just want to share this with you, not because I think everybody will wonder where I am, but I'm sharing it with you because I want you to know that I don't hear it often enough that it's okay to do that. And I'm going to choose to be myself. All right, so I hope this little ditty on selling on social media without selling out was helpful. I hope it was informative. I hope you apply these concepts. I hope you tag me and you message me privately and let me know your thoughts. If you're not in my text community, please, please, please get over there because in the text community is a great place to ask business questions. And by the way, on Supercast with this membership, you get to ask me questions. So please ask me questions and make suggestions for episodes. And I promise you that when I have this microphone next time, I will answer them. Thank you so, so, so much for trusting me with your time, which is so valuable. Thank you so much for sharing this with your friends. We have quite a little membership going here with BU in Business. I'm thrilled about it. And my parting words for you are, remember that your business is a reflection of everything you have been and everything you are and everything you will be. However, it's not everything. <laughs>